Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, Tom Trevelyan? <laughs> Oh no! no. Keep going. Keep go- no. We're keeping that in. Keep Wait, going. Even the- all right. It doesn't sound like I'm speaking English. What is up, Tom Travelers? Welcome back to the Tom Nashine Podcast with me, Becca Stoner, <laughs> and me, your local chimney sweep. I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to stay awake right now because I'm so sleepy. Boo! Did that work? Did I scare anyone? If I did, I'm sorry. Somebody in their car is like, ah! yeah, and they like get having... crashed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it, um, it's been a rainy day here where I'm at, and so it's just been. Oh well, it's very, it's very beautiful gust- here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Why are you bragging? No one likes a bragger. <laughs> uh. Sun is shining. It's clean. Uh, um. I do have to tell you, so I, for Mother's Day, I went home, um, and it's about a two-hour drive from where I live and my parents' house, and it has now gotten to the point where the weather is getting really hot, and my air conditioning is still broken. Oh. So I'm like, you know, I may have spoken about this on the podcast before, I don't remember, but I do not get irritated a lot, but... When I'm when it's when I get overheated or I'm just uncomfortable in the heat, do do, do not cross me. Oh no! Because somebody, it's just it's not a it's not good. It's not good. I always say, you can only take off uh, clothes when you're hot so right. far until yeah. until you're naked, um, and no one wants to see that from me. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when you're wearing a shirt that says booties, <laughs> yes, the current shirt I'm wearing says booties on it. Yeah, but um, it's it look like a like a restaurant, like a brand, not like that you're. In- yeah, it's it's like a it's a it's a beach shop, of course. But what I was saying was, there's only a certain amount of clothes you can strip until you're naked. But right. if you're cold, you can always bundle up. So I am team. I'd rather be cold than hot. Yeah. Do you same. agree? Yes. Okay. So I I prefer like the warmer months in general, but I I wouldn't say that I'm like a summer person. You know, like you I, have I, such a sunny disposition. Uh, <laughs> not true. <laughs> you could you could uh, sense the joke in my voice. No, I I know. Mm. Anyway, um, I think we got some Disney 4-on-1 to take care of. Yes, lots, right? of, lots of news happening right. at the moment. Let's hit it. Disney 4-1-1. So, Ali and AJ, they're back. They yes. released their first full-length album. And we talked about it before. Ever? Ever, yes. No. These new artists, Ali and AJ, no. It's their first album since um, Insomniatic, which had potential breakup song. They've released two EPs, but this is their first full-length album. We've touched on it before, but do you remember the title? It was a really long title. A Touch of the Beat gets you up on your feet and out and into the sun. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I, I've been listening. It's really good. It's a great summer album. Great song to... Great album to listen to with your windows down and really good, but... They've been doing press and they were interviewed and the interviewer asked like, how was your time working on uh, the Disney scene? So the, the question I was just kind of trying to vamp it until I got the article up, as you can see. Right. So <laughs> this is what the question was. There are a lot of ideas floating out there about what it would have been like to make music as part of the Disney scene. What was it like for you two? And basically they said, Ali said, we happen to be artists on a label who were writing our own music, and there were lots of artists who were, and there weren't a lot of artists who were at the time. Um, and so they said they kind of really didn't know what to do with them because they just kind of wanted to do their own thing. 
they like exclusively Ali and AJ just wanted to write their own stuff. They didn't want any collaborators or anything like that. So that's kind of how it went with it. They said we had, we had difficult, a lot of difficult conversations with them over the years. And ultimately our partnership had to end because we just weren't on the same page, but we were very grateful for the launching pad that they did give us. So I just, and I feel like you can tell that in their music that it's very not typical Hillary Duff, Miley Cyrus at the time, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez at the time, like all those people. Um, and that's it. And they also posed the question that they said, like, looking back, do you have any thoughts on how the Disney scene has changed over time? And they brought up Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo as an example. And what yes. she's doing now is so different than what Disney stars could do in the past. Yes. Um, so. And they said, it feels like a completely different landscape for the kids coming up now. And they both said, it's changed in a huge way. I think social media has changed it more than anything. And they said, 100%. Um, they, it just, they said it was just so uncool to be Disney back then. And even though it lost a ton of careers, you really didn't hear their songs on the radio. You heard it on Radio Disney and, right. and, uh, and other streams, but you wouldn't turn on your local radio station and hear Allie and AJ, you know? Yeah. And they said, like, you wouldn't be performing on SNL. You wouldn't be performing on all these shows. They said it's just um, different now. And the Disney, like, the Disney badge when you're in the Disney machine is taken completely different. And actually segueing into a different article, Nick Jonas was interviewed for GQ magazine and he said this same thing. Um, if the Disney thing and has been taken differently now. And it says, and he said, you look at the graduating class of our Disney days, Miley, Selena, Demi, everyone's continuing to do pretty well. I don't think working with Disney has the stigma that it did in our day. Thankfully, I think it's wonderful what's happening with Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. Why am I having such trouble saying her name the second time? Because you um, don't <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo and others who have been launched on programs that are targeted towards teenagers but are still being taken seriously. <laughs> They're just like it's it's like it's like when you're they all sound like slightly bitter. Right. I was about to say it sounds like when you're the older sibling. Yeah. And by the time the parents um are uh get like a younger sibling, they get away with a lot more than the older sibling did. And they're just like Yes. Dang, you have it yeah. easy, kid. But yeah, it's totally I think she, Olivia Rodrigo, has really changed the game on how I mean, honestly, I think Miley Cyrus really was the first Disney Disney star who started getting radio hits when she was still considered a Disney star. Like the yeah, climb. but it wasn't until she started to like sort of say hell and stuff. True, true. It wasn't until like the later. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't when until like this the wig was slowly coming off. Yeah, the wig glue had loosened. Mm -hmm. But I just thought those two little articles from Allie and AJ and Nick Jonas were pretty cool on how they perceive things in the Disney brand now than it was before. And also check out Allie and AJ's album. It's on Spotify, not sponsored. But hey, Allie and AJ, if you're listening, we love you. All right. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, sure. The truth is out there and Demi Lovato is determined to find it. Oh. The singer will star in a four-part limited unscripted series what? On, on the Peacock streaming service where she will investigate UFO reports. What? <laughs> what is this batshit here in the Disney 411 is taking? We had Joe called and Molds last week and now we have this. It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. She's taking... Why? That sounds like a song that she would have come out with after coming out of rehab for the eighth time. Oh! <laughs> okay. Um, Demi, I hope you're not listening. She's like, unidentified! <laughs> Drugs were in my body! Jeez. Okay, so she's taking her skeptical friend and her sister as they help uncover the truth about the UFO phenomena while consulting with leading experts, and they are going to investigate recent eyewitness encounters, uncover secret government reports and conduct, 
Tess, as known as UFO Hotspots. I'm sorry, I'm reading this at the first time in this last part. Uh, Dimmy, what are you doing? Like, I'm, that is the last thing I expected to hear. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dimmy, it's such a Dimmy Lovato move. He was working on, or is this separate? No, this is separate. Oh, so we, oh. So we reported oh. a couple episodes ago that she is shooting a pilot for NBC, but this is straight to series order. Um, oh reality God. show where she's I'm like and it's such a Demi Lovato move she also is launching a podcast so she's jealous of us so she's about to put herself through the ringer again and overbook herself and then she's gonna end up in rehab again and we're gonna get another documentary in 2024 <laughs> what do you <laughs> sounding like what do you think her new documentary is gonna be called <laughs> identifiable reconnecting with the devil (laughs) (laughs) she'll be like i was trying to identify the ufos but what i needed to do is identify myself in this article demi lovato describes herself as a true believer i mean i believe like believe in aliens all you want i guess like this is just like i'm not saying that i don't i'm just this is i'm just saying what so bizarre in in the tin foil hat is going on what in the signs is this what in the if you build it they will come is this what in the ep the extraterrestrial uh anyway before we get the aliens mad at us for talking about them <laughs> i feel like it's time to close this disney 401 news and into what we're talking about today oh yeah so in, uh, I keep forgetting it's my responsibility. Right. <laughs> As you all know, Miley Cyrus was the musical guest on SNL this oh, past yeah. weekend with Elon Musk as the host. Mm-hmm. I saw clips from a couple of sketches. They were God fucking awful. Mm-hmm. But um, Miley Cyrus's performance were pretty good. Well, I didn't watch any of that. I just saw uh, a clip of the, the, the sketch where he was Wario and Grimes. Oh, see, I did, see I did the opposite. Oh, it looked I like only... a bad community theater product. Like her wig, they pulled it out of stores and they were like, go, go. Like nobody brushed it. Whose wig? Grimes wig. Oh. As Princess Peach, it looked atrocious. Like oh. I have never seen the costumes on SNL look that bad. I'll have to look at it. But we thought we would go back and take a look at Miley Cyrus's first time hosting in 2011, right after it, Hannah Montana had just finished. Right. It aired on in March of 2011, and Hannah Montana ended in January of 2011. So this is fresh off the heels. This is kind of her, in my opinion, her first big non-Disney thing, kind of yeah. to segue into, okay... I'm Miley Cyrus now. I'm not in the Disney machine anymore. This, you know what I mean? Feels. I don't know. I don't know if you felt this as well. This episode felt like she was barely in it. I thought she was in it. I mean, so should, should we just episode? The episode should have been about fucking Charlie Sheen. Every sketch is about Charlie Sheen. I, I wrote that in my notes. So, listeners, let's let's um. Let's get in our time machine and go back to the year 2011. As you know, SNL is very pop culture news, what currently is in the news. And so setting you the stage, Miley Cyrus is the host, fresh off the hills of Hannah Montana. We got Kristen Wiig, Bobby Moynihan, Seth Meyers. Andy Sam, uh, got a great cast. Oh, it's a, it's a great cast. This, this um, era and like the, the 80s, I think, are like the two best... Oh, see, I also love, I also love, um, I mean, the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler years, Rachel Dratch, Maya Rudolph. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of overlap there, though, I feel like. Yeah. Like, those ladies were, like, kind of on their way out as, like, the Kristen Wiig, Andy Samberg era was, like, coming in. So, Uh to me, that's, like, one big group of people, because Bill Hader was there, like, the whole time. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. But. But yes, yes, yes. But anyway, so... As we go through the episode, just be reminded that this takes place in 2011. So we're going to be referencing a lot of things that happened while yes. I remember clear as day. And one of those things is this episode could not get over the fact of Charlie Sheen. And I was wondering why they kept 
referencing Charlie Sheen, and it's because his interview. His interview, that, his crazy batshit interview, had like just happened. It happened like that Wednesday because yeah. I googled it. And so it's, but literally every, I think it felt like every sketch mentioned. Almost, pretty much, yeah. It was the cold open. Mm-hmm. So it, should we? Oh, I guess we should just go like. Yeah, I have, should we go, should we go sketch by sketch? Yeah. So overall, before we go into it, what did you think of Miley Cyrus's hosting duties? She did a good job. I, I just wish that she was in it more because like all the sketches that she was in, it felt like were either short or that she just had like sort of a bit mm-hmm. part in it no i agree she except seemed for very, one which we'll get to but yeah, she, she did a good job no she seemed very excited yeah and you can tell that she formed a great relationship with them because this is her first appearance out of total of eight as right. of now so yeah. she is very and she's come back to host she's come back to do like cameos so she has this is a, a start of a really good relationship with snl and i think it shows yeah. She looks comfortable, like she is, she never feels like out of place anywhere. No, and she knows how to work her crowd. She knows. She does. She knows. So let's go to the opening sketch called Winning with Charlie Sheen. Bill, poor sweet Bill. It was a good impression of Charlie Sheen. No, I'm of not course it lie. was. Bill Hader has never done anything bad, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I He's a great... But it's a talk show where Bill Hader's playing Charlie Sheen, and he just has on... Also, I'll say this later, but I don't know why there was so much overlap of, like, all the stuff in the cold open. They just made the same jokes again on Weekend Update. Yes. Which usually, like, they'll reference that stuff on Weekend Update, but they'll use different jokes. And it was just, like, this whole episode had, like, three jokes in it. Yeah. Total. Like, and one of them was just Miley singing everything, too. Right. Um, so it's just about, what would you say the sketch was about? Or what was like the shtick? It was, the shtick was like Charlie Sheen having on people who had just been in the news for like doing something controversial mm-hmm. and saying that like they were good. But then it was also just an excuse to like basically recreate all the weird shit that he said in the interview. Yes, that's basically what it was. So, like, so, somebody comes on, Taryn Killam comes on as some designer I, I have never heard of that did something. Yeah. Fred Armisen comes on as the leader of Libya at the time, Muammar Gaddafi. And then Miley Cyrus plays Lindsay Lohan for two lines. Right. I, you know what? I hate, I hate when the host is introduced before the monologue. Yeah. I hate that. Because I feel like it just takes the buzz out, when, uh, out of when they come through those doors and down those stairs, you know? I nine times out of ten, I feel like the hosts are not in the cold open. Right, because I gotta get ready for the. I don't like you had Kristen Wiig, Vanessa Bayer. Why couldn't they have done? I know, and it was so many different people have played. Lindsay do you think? It was, do, you th- do you think it was because Miley is a Disney star and Lindsay that's, Lohan see, was also a Disney I wrote, star? I wrote a note that was like, I can't tell if having Miley play Lindsay is like a good move because of that connection, or if it was like a bad I, move. Like, her impression was decent, but she literally says two things, and then she gets up and walks out. And she has to get ready for the monologue. I'm I'm 100% certain that the reason they wanted her in the opening to play Lindsay Lohan is because they both started in Disney. That's got to be it, yeah. So, it, it it was, I was like, okay, let's, let's get over with this. Yeah, it was so, just the same joke that we all heard for two straight mm-hmm. years of Charlie Sheen just going like, winning, tiger's so spe- blood, cocaine. Yeah, speaking of winning, so I had a shirt. No. In high school. Don't say it. That said, winning across the chest. That was sold in stores. And I bought it. If there was a graphic t-shirt that was funny, I wore it. And I wore it to school and people were like, and people looked at me and was like, winning. You're like, Hunters, I don't sure this is winning on us. I said, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Time Machine. We will be back next week with a new No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> is like, this is the final episode. <laughs> I mean, I owned a Bazinga shirt at one point, so we Oh, all- I, I, if we're going to talk about terrible graphic shirts, should I bring up my shirt that has Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street on it? It says, every day I'm Snuffling. I don't think you should ever bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> that I also wore to high school. I also wore to school in high school. Uh, anyway, let's get back to this. So, um, so then it cuts to 
the monologue. What do you think of the monologue? He just comes out and is like, I just finished Hannah Montana, which was about a girl who was one thing by day and one thing by night. I, <laughs> okay, I can't tell if Miley's wearing extensions here or if that's her real hair, but if they're I, extensions, I, they do not look so hot. I, I look, it didn't, it didn't, the hair didn't look real. It doesn't, like, it's so, it's real, it's way too long, and the way that it curls is like, I know extensions, right? Because I had them for so mm-hmm. many years. And it looks like how I used to go to school when I thought people didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't so know. Ba- yeah, so basically, so, so basically the opening monologue was Miley saying, hey, the stuff I did isn't that bad if you compare it to other things people have done. I think that made some points. Oh, it made <laughs> complete points. She like, said, she's I like, had I'm- a few black swan moments. Right. And so she's saying, of course, if you're going to have Miley Cyrus on, you might as well make her sing. And so she talked about, uh, oh, and this was right after Salvia, the Salvia video. Right. She was smoking out of a bong. So that's, so she was like, I've never stolen a necklace. I've never gotten a DUI. She, she brings up Tiger Woods. I think that just happened when he cheated on his wife. like, like, Like maybe six months before this. With like 20 people. Yeah. And she was like, sorry, I'm not perfect. And it's just like, dang, the, in comparison to what is really scanned, like, what? I mean, even, even in the bangers era, like, she never did anything that. All she did, she said this one time in an interview, she goes, I grew up on a farm. I love to be naked. Sue me. (laughs) I love how, like, when We Can't Stop came out, everybody was like, everybody's trying to get a line in the bathroom, but like every song The Weeknd has ever written is about cocaine and people right. are like, yeah! Yeah, so I I loved it when um, they, Kristen Wiig and Bobby Moynihan came out and danced with her. Yeah. And she, what was it? No, no, no. Didn't text your, didn't text a photo of your dog. Don't yeah. both of these things. And then Miley goes, don't both of these things seem worse than a bong? And then the crowd, like, cheers so wildly. And um, it was great. I I thought it was a great monologue. It was great. It was short and sweet, like, to the point. Right. And it it was very, it was very relevant to what was going on, which was good. All right. Then the next skit was the, 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 the baby spanks. Baby spanks. I am a, Big ol' sucker for SNL's commercial parodies, though. And they haven't been good in a while, but this was one of the ones that I, like, used to watch a lot in high school and I thought was funny. Yeah. Miley was not in the Baby Spanx one. Right. The hosts um, so... are usually not in a lot of the they... digital ones. Oh, they aren't? And so it depends. But, like, hmm. I would say more often than not, usually no. Interesting. And then I have written down... Oh, I remember this now. Because I have all the sketches written down. I hated this skit. I hated it. Which one? The Black Eyed Peas talk You hated show. it? I thought yes. it was funny. What? It was, you, Beckett, it was bombing. No one was laughing what? in the audience. I, okay, I just think it's a funny idea. It's a, least. no, it's a funny idea because, so, um, the, the idea of the skit is the two, um, members of Black Eyed Peas, Apple D App, and uh, what's his name? You're literally forgetting. <laughs> I, I'm forgetting, and that's the Taboo. Skit. And Taboo have a talk show, and they keep getting interrupted by Fergie and Will I Am, and Fergie is played by okay. Miley Cyrus. I I thought this sketch was good until they brought on the girl that was doing the impression of Khloe Kardashian. Oh yeah. But up until that point, I thought it was kind of funny. I didn't know it was, and then <laughs> Miley was screaming, which I understand why she was screaming because that's yeah, what Fergie like, does. Fergie. I literally I just, wrote, is she decent as Fergie? Can't tell. Right. <laughs> it was just, I did not enjoy it. I, 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 I understand what you're idea, saying. I like the idea a lot. I like the, it just did not. <sighs> but I've land. also seen, there was a YouTube, uh, like this YouTube musical channel parody that I used to follow. And they did a video that's very similar to this. Mm-hmm. where Will I Am sits down everybody in the Black Eyed Peas and is like, okay, who who the hell are you and why are you here? Like, what do you even do? And that <laughs> yeah. was, like, better than this. It just, nothing is worse than watching SNL and the skit is bombing and no yeah. one is laughing. Ugh. 
can I tell you, I love the Black Eyed Peas in high school. Loved the Black Eyed Peas in high school. Like they're deep, the, like more than the singles? I had, oh, I had the end album. Wow. Oh, yes. I've only, the deepest I've ever gotten into Black Eyed Peas is just the stuff that's big. I had, I was so into them. I do hate Boom Boom Pal. I always oh, have. My grandma loved Boom Boom Pal. I've always hated that song. Uh, you're that's so my th- hot take. You're so 2001 late. I guess. <laughs> Gotta get that. Gotta get Isn't that. Isn't it funny, though, that that song came out in 2000, like, nine, like, late 2009, and they used that line? That was like obviously written to be used in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, th- maybe they are the ones who are 2000 and late. Sounds like it. Yeah. So that that uh, skit was a stinker, in my opinion. But then we follow it up with one of the greatest SNL sketches ever. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> this is so great. I love it when people can make fun of themselves, and yes. I think Miley Cyrus will be the first person to laugh at herself even today, like, through her social media and stuff. So this next skit is called The Disney Channel Acting School. And Miley, it's starring Miley Cyrus as Miley Cyrus and Keenan Thompson as Raven Simone. And it's a commercial to have kids sign up for the Disney Channel Acting School, and they're teaching you all the tricks in the trade to be a star on the Disney Channel. When they get to the the one where they do like five or six of them back to back, that's like eating and pausing. Yeah, so I, I I wrote down I wrote down all the things you'll learn at the Disney Channel Acting School. And they're all so act. They're all so. Oh, cool. it's just the outfits. Okay, so this is the things you'll learn in the Disney, in the Disney Channel Acting School: loudness, dis- disrespecting authority. Yep. The pause, then dis. Yes. Eating, then freezing. Yes. Reacting to stinky feet. Uh huh. Spying in a doorway. Absolutely. Entering on a scooter. Yes. And make sure you dress the part. The only thing I'm shocked that they didn't do was like catchphrases. Oh, uh, well, you heard uh, Miley Cyrus say. And then you hear somebody writing. And I kept waiting for the joke to be like, we'll even, you'll even leave with your own catchphrase or like something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. But I loved, I loved Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson in general is just great. Yeah. But him as as Raven, I mean, he really didn't do like a Raven impression. He was just a Disney Channel person, but they just made him Raven, which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, because Miley Cyrus and Raven would be the people you would want to teach a Disney Channel acting class. I loved when they talk about entering on a scooter. You'll teach about entering on a scooter. Yeah. And they're like, where's, uh, what did shoot? Oh, oh, did you hear Devin's dad die? And all of a sudden, Keenan Thompson, as Raven Simone, enters the scene in a scooter and goes, his funeral's on Monday! <laughs> it was so funny. It's such a good sketch. It's, it, it's just so accurate. Um, they're dressed like they would be dressing in, in um, Disney Channel. Oh, when they would show... so. During the part where they said, you got to dress the part, they brought out costumes from what they would wear in an episode. And Miley's like, this is a costume I wore in episode 75. Take a look. And she unzips the cover of the clothes and she opens it up. And it's, oh, she was like, glasses on. Yeah, they all put put sunglasses sunglasses on because it's, because they said your clothes have to be so loud. Yeah. And, (laughs) and Taryn Killam is, who's in the skit, he just goes, that's so Raven. And then off screen, Keenan Thompson just goes, shut up. <laughs> Taryn Kill, of course they had to put Taryn Killam in the sketch. Well, duh, because he is also a Disney Channel alum. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. The Disney, the, the, the DCCU, Disney Channel Cinematic Universe, n- is never ending, folks. It's never ending. We got Miley, we got, we got Keenan, who is Disney adjacent, Nickelodeon. We got Taryn. We, we also- got Miley. They also gave us a phone number to call Oh, Disney Channel Acting School, which if you've listened to our Sweet Life episode, we attempted to call the number of the two <laughs> they said was the Tipton. And we got like some kind of healthcare services line. So, <laughs> so let's see. In continuation what... of this segment that does not have a name because it appears sporadically, we're going give to <laughs> give a ring to the Disney Channel School of Acting and see what hey. happens. They said parents' permission not needed. They sure did. To call this number. And guess what, mom and dad? I don't need your permission. 
Oh, disrespecting authority already. Oh, I've already, I'm already going to be, get, get me a wand. I'm about to do that Disney Channel wand ID. Oh. All right, here we go. I'm going to put on speaker. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Oh. Please check the number and dial again. Oh, Damn. Well, well that was anticlimactic. See, SNL was smart. They did not put a real number, unlike Disney Channel did. That's so unfortunate. Oh, I also loved um, the 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 symbols for acting. The frowny face and smiley face <sighs> had mouse ears on. Smell, yeah, oh, it was great. So far, if we're going in order of the SNL skits, so far this is my my favorite one they've done so far in the episode. Yeah, I think it's my favorite one. In the episode. Period. See, I... Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Except maybe maybe one other one. We'll see. So the next one we have is a recurring sketch, which when Miley Cyrus came on, she was, of course, going to have to do this sketch, and she Wait, referenced this was, it. this was a sketch that was already going on before? Uh, yes. Oh, so oh I didn't know that. Yes. So this is the sketch called The Miley Cyrus Show, and Miley Cyrus referenced it in her monologue. Oh, okay. I, she's I, like, we got guests, I we got thought, show, and we're ready to go. That's why when I she said it, people laughed. Okay, yeah. I thought that this was just the sketch that they did because she was there. No, this was that cool. makes so much more sense. This was a recurring sketch, okay, okay, and okay. she refer- yeah. and so everyone was like, "Well, of course she's going to be on the Miley Cyrus yeah, show with a not too bad Justin Bieber impression." I thought it was cringe. Really? Just because, like, this is awkward. I mean, to it me. doesn't have. It doesn't have anything on Kate yeah. McKinnon's impression from oh, no. a couple years ago, but so, folks, who if you don't know what the Miley Cyrus sketch show, the Miley Cyrus show sketch is, it's basically if Miley Cyrus at that time had a talk show, and the best part is that this the the impersonation of Miley Cyrus is very funny, and the leader of the band in the show is her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, and it's hysterical. Yeah, I I thought it was almost just funny enough that, like, she's just there. (laughs) Yeah, but I I did forget about the Miley Cyrus show until it popped up. I literally didn't even, I mean, like I said, I didn't even know that that was a recurring thing already. But but the fact that she had, she was parodied that much that at that point it was a recurring sketch. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, iconic. She's, like... And what that other was Disney- before everybody started doing, like, Wrecking Ball parodies. Mm-mm. This was, like I said, this was two months after Hannah Montana. So, the, what other Disney star was getting a recurring parody skit? Nobody. You know? Literally nobody. So, Miley is a guest on the Miley Cyrus show as Justin Bieber. Yes. And he's, you know, she's just doing, and it's funny because she has a short hair, so she looks like Wrecking Ball Miley a little bit. And she just does the Justin Bieber wink, nod, 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 nod. Drag. Um, Also, they reference Salvia again. Yes. And they reference Charlie Sheen again. Yes. But when they reference Salvia, Miley Cyrus broke the fourth wall, looked at the camera, and went, it's totally legal, yo. I was like, ugh, we didn't really need that. No, we did. The only thing that like genuinely made me laugh in that sketch, other than just like the fact that she was there while someone else was impersonating her at uh-huh. her, was when she as Justin Bieber was like, also I do the middle finger now. Oh uh, yeah. That was funny. I love the part when um they uh Miley showed so the SNL Miley showed Justin Bieber her her new movie. So Miley's always like, say always always say always in 3D because Justin Bieber's movie Never Say Never just came out and his was called Always Say Always and I think after they showed the clip of Always Say Always with Miley Cyrus as a baby and they had Billy Ray the guy who's playing Billy Ray on um, Jason Sudeikis in a mullet and everything it cuts back to Miley Cyrus as Justin Bieber and she was laughing a bit <laughs> I wrote that down. But I'm I just, surprised that they didn't reference the fact that Miley is actually in Never Say Never. Hmm. Like she only, came, she came on and did a song with Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, I think she sang Overboard with him. Yeah, she did. I'm really wow. so angry about it. Why? The movie in theaters. Did you not like Miley Cyrus at that time? No. Why? She was a woman who wore makeup, and like I was, I I got wrapped up in the can't be tamed controversy, and 
There's also this thing, this is venturing into YGSSD territory, but when you grow up in the church, sometimes the purity culture is enforced upon you to hate any woman who is dressed scantily. Uh, was she dressed scandalous in that movie? Vaguely. She's got on like a tight little dress. I'm looking this up. It's not anything wild. You'll probably be like, oh. Keep but talking. I remember being like, ew, ew, she's ewy. <laughs> she's ewy. Wow, what a what a proclamation to make to someone. Yes. Okay, I'm looking up the photo now. So she's wearing a dress <laughs> that you would wear to like a dance, I assume. Oh, this photo? Justin Bieber's all up on Miley. Yeah. What the heck? And she's like five feet taller than him. Get yeah, she's, she was towering over him when they sang that song. Like, what the heck? I don't know. This, I don't like this. These bedroom oh, the eyes. The Photoshop photo of her, like, holding him as a baby was also funny. Oh, my gosh. That was my favorite part. Was they showed a Photoshop picture of Miley Cyrus holding Justin Bieber up as a baby, and it was hysterical. Yeah. I, I love that skit. So I thought it was great. Was a, that was a decent sketch. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Oh, fine. Well, you also said that Miley's impression was cringe. True. And but like, I thought the fact, they, the fact that they referenced Charlie Sheen again. Again, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Like, I know that that's the joke, but like. When it's in every skit, you're literally like, okay. right about to repeat it again in Weekend Update. Right. So then we go to Weekend Update. Um, the best part for me was Jason Sudeikis as the devil. Absolutely. Making some points once again. It was so funny. He he referenced um, the Osc. So they're like, hey, devil, like, what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? He goes, well, so-and-so's going according to plan. The Oscars aired last night, went perfectly. And I was like, what Oscars was that? So I Googled it, and it was the Oscars that Anne Hathaway and James Franco hosted. Yeah. Which is regarded as the worst, one of the worst ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he came in. Oh, I loved it when he said, when Seth Meyers, who hosted Weekend Update, he said, here to comment, the devil. I miss <laughs> Seth just, Meyers. See, I, I'm a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Weekend Update type of person. I, Seth Meyers has always been my favorite Weekend Update. Maybe because mm-hmm. I have a fat crush on him, but see, we I also always... went from Seth Meyers to what we have now, which is bad. Mm. Michael, yeah, Michael Bay and uh, Colin Jost. I just, I can't, I've never been able to get behind their weekend updates. Yeah, my favorite is uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, for sure. No, no doubt about it. No, no, no yeah, doubt about but, uh, it. Jason Sudeikis is also talking about the Westboro Baptist Church with their, like, God hates gays thing, like, protesting at military funerals. And he is like, this is absolutely horribly evil, and I'm behind that. But even I can't get behind this. And he, like, I don't. He was just making some points. No, it was, it was great. And he goes, the Seth Meyers like, so devil, how are you doing? He goes, busy as home. Busy. Seth Meyers. Yeah. Seth Meyer goes, what? He goes, you know, busy as home, busy as hell. Yeah. He's. It. It, it was. It was great. That was the best part of Weekend Update. Everything I else, I zoned out. They had to. They did another winning sketch. They, the only thing that they did with the Charlie Sheen that actually was decent was when they pulled it up as the first picture and Seth Meyers was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that was the only thing. I'll get to you. Mm -hmm. That was it. I'm just, I'm tired of this 10-year-old news story now. Yes, and I'm wondering like 10 years ago with everyone like, yes, keep them coming, keep them coming, keep the jokes. I don't know. I can't imagine an hour filled with I mean that's how the last four years were with like literally anything Donald Trump did we were just like please SNL please true well I was not but like the general I don't know like I don't know yeah I agree I agree so anything else on weekend update you want to comment no it was all just kind of there I I skipped through most of the Bobby Moynihan doing the second hand thing honestly so did I so did I (laughs) so did I whoops but because that's not my favorite Bobby Moynihan weekend update. Oh thing. no, not even by a long. What's time. yours? Okay, <laughs> I'm trying like, to. Well, obviously Stefan. Stefan has always been my. Oh, I was talking about Bobby Moynihan. I 
I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Riblet? Huh? Riblet, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not my dorb. This is like, uh, there's one that Fred Armisen did. I don't know if he just did it once or not, but he would, he was like a uh, Native American comedian. And he would make a joke and he would say like this crazy word and then freeze and no one would laugh. And then he would come out and like have to explain what the word meant. I would always love when he would do this, the weekend edit character with Kristen Wiig. Garth and, and they would, Yeah. And yes, they would, the they best. would create, they would create a song on the spot and no one knew what they were going to say next. It was great. Oh, absolutely iconic. So then after Weekend Update, we get um, a parody with Andy Samberg. And they're parroting the movie Beastly, starring Vanessa the Hudgens. D- the DCCU never ends, guys. <laughs> Truly so. Expansive. So this is the second Disney star um, Miley Cyrus is impersonating. I guess they were parodying that the movie was supposed to be about him being a beast, but he was like still hot the whole time. So I have a history with this movie. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. My hand is on my forehead because. This movie is so bad. Oh, yeah. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's not even a, it's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, I'm questioning if I would ever want to see a movie again because I'd be afraid if this is where the movie industry is going. (laughs) So, let me tell you where I saw this movie. Okay. I was on a plane ride from Europe. All right. And the in-flight movie was beastly and i was like oh i've never seen this movie i've i've seen trailers for it so i put on my headphones i think i get about 20 minutes in 30 minutes in i said and i said i can't do this i can't do it i i i i can't so i literally take my headphones out and i i and i and i didn't have any phone i mean my phone at the time all you had was pictures so i just looked at my pictures yeah and that's then I had I that's what I do now. And like, then I had two elderly people sitting beside me and I was on the end and they were like, Excuse me, can we use the bathroom? Every like ten minutes. I'm like Oh my god. I'm like, All right, all right. Don't drink more water, please. But, but did you think the sketch was funny? No. Yeah. It was it was really short. It was really short. I guess that was really the only good thing about. I I think the idea of it. It's another the uh, the two that Andy Samberg was in. I was like, the idea is there for the joke, but it's just like not. See, I don't even know what the joke was. I think the joke was supposed to be that like. I maybe he, right. Your he, silence he, is ugly. everything. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I said initially that I thought the joke was like that the guy who played the beastly or whatever was like. Sex still sexy the whole time. I don't know. Now I don't know. I see. I blocked. I blocked the movie out. I blocked it out. Don't. Don't. <laughs> PSA. Don't see don't. this movie. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. What was was after that? The one with her and Kristen Wiig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one might be. This was my either close second or other favorite. So I didn't know how I felt about this skit until it kept going. It's very much my sense of humor. So it's the skit with Miley, and it's just Miley and Kristen Wiig, and it's like, it's 80s type weird 80s thing, and they're just selling, <laughs> it just kept getting so absurd because yeah. you had to buy, they're selling face cream, but every face cream came with a CD. But then, basically, no matter what, you were going to get more CDs than you did face cream. Yeah, they were like, you'll see results from the CD in two weeks. You'll see results... From the cream in five to six weeks, but there's only four weeks worth of cream. And they said, and they said, if you open the cream, you can return it, but if you open the CD, you have to keep it. I really, I really was laughing when um the the facial cream was the name of the CD and the CD. Oh my gosh, yes, that was so funny. And the way Kristen Wiig just has a way of doing the simplest things that are so funny. I know the the way they would cut to her putting on the cream was hysterical. Yes, and then like the, I thought my I thought Miley Cyrus really held her own as much. Yeah, as she, she could fit right Wade. in with her. So I thought that was good. Oh, and then we got my. Did you hear what Miley's character's name was in the skit? Sort of. <laughs> her name was Jabella Rose. 
And it wasn't Kristen's like La Looney or something. Right. Lindy. And Kristen Wiig was like, Miley said Miley kept saying something. And Kristen Wiig just kept saying, We know Jimmy Rose. It was so funny. <laughs> it's just so absurd. It was so it was a gr- Wait, like, I don't tell me your favorite one is the cruise one. Arrgh! <laughs> Arrgh! <laughs> oh, no. It was funny. It was funny. So the one of the last proper skits of the night, and we'll get to one that did not make the uh we watched this on the Peacock streaming service, future home of unidentified with Jimmy Lovato. God. They cut it. They because I remember watching this episode. Did you ever? Was this your first time watching this episode? By the way. Yes. Okay. I have seen the Disney Channel School of Acting sketch before, obviously, but I don't think mm-hmm. I'd seen any of the other ones. I remember watching it, and I remember being like, "Oh, I remember liking this certain skit," and I was watching it, and it got cut, and so I had to Google it. And the reason it was not in the in the one we watched is because of uh, the music. But anyway, we'll get to that. Okay. Did you watch it? I sent it to you. No, I, I did. I did. I okay. just didn't know why it was <laughs> Okay, so then it cuts to, after the, the face cream ad, cuts to the cruise singer skit, and it's Miley Cyrus as a cruise singer, and she's with an audience, and she's singing songs based off the crowd. But every song she sings is talking about how gross these people on the cruise are, and it was just, it was just so absurd to me. And <laughs> she would just be like you're gross say it with me now you're gross oh it was funny right at the end too when she was like she just sings like about the gross traits of these people and then she's like i'm sorry y'all any requests and then the guy playing the <laughs> piano is like i'm not taking any requests from these animals right <laughs> and it's like these like nice like ordinary people Kristen wiggs playing this lady with a with a weird cat sweatshirt yeah people met on e-harmony this guy and she kept saying how Miley is kept singing how these people are gross. Um, grossy McGross, to be concise. I wrote that because I thought it was funny. And she's talking, and all of a sudden, someone in the skit just goes, hey! And she looks at him and goes, hey! <laughs> <laughs> You're gr- I just, maybe I just identified with being gross. Uh, yeah. Would you let Miley Cyrus tell you you were gross? I would let Miley Cyrus tell me I'm gross, slap me in the face. <laughs> but she wouldn't. Well, I would let Miley Cyrus tell me I'm gross because I will be gross compared to her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm like Oscar the Grouch compared to Miley Cyrus. I live on Sesame Street in a garbage can. Uh, don't we all? Right. Anyway, I'm gross. <laughs> Hi, my name is Hunter Martin, and I'm gross. Hi, Hunter. Hi. <laughs> hey. 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 Well, was, was um, there another one after this, or was that the last one that was on the Peacock? Thing? So then it just then it just had a parody of CBS, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, it was the like we have more body bag shows than anybody else. Yes, because everyone knows all the all the NCIS CIS are on yes. CBS. The NCIS CIS are on CBS. And I so mean, was, way way to make a parody and not have to have no one, any footage of your own. Like, I'm pretty sure it was all just footage from other shows. Literally, and no one was like parroting a show. And they like somebody just, did a voiceover. Like, Minimal effort, maximum comedy. Right. They said, how do we get a cheap skit in here? It was good. And it was then, interesting but, that that was guess, the last one, though. But I, I, If I remember correctly, the last one originally is the cruise ship. That makes more sense. Because during the, um, the good nights, I could see Keenan Thompson, who was in the cruise ship skit, in his same costume. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Miley is wearing what was she, what she was wearing like, under her costume. Then we have wherever this one sketch that isn't on the Peacock cut is. It's called Les Hunes de Paris. I don't think I like this. You did it. I remember thinking it was so funny. So I don't I'll, know. It I don't know why. Make any sense. It didn't make any sense. So basically. It's all to music, and 
the dialogue that is spoken is probably five lines and it's in French and it's Taryn Killam and Miley Cyrus finds out she goes to a cafe in Paris and finds out that Taryn Killam is cheating on her with another girl and they just all have a dance war off but the dancing is very in sync to this really boppy song and it was just I don't know why I found it funny there was just certain parts where they would hit like a pose yeah, or, I don't know why you found it funny either. All right. The only part I laughed at was like Andy Samberg coming on real quick as a mime and then leaving. I, <laughs> all right, your favorite sketch was the Black Eyed Peas scare, which got I no laughs. I didn't say that was my favorite at all. That is not what I said. What's your favorite thing? I said that my favorite one was the one with Miley and Kristen Wiig. Yes, but you you spoke very highly of our... <laughs> Of the because black I eyed thought that kid. some of it was funny. And I thought this guy, this guy for the prayers thing was well, funny. Well, we don't have to f- agree. My sense of humor is just more elevated and yours is clearly just like physical comedy and hucka yuckas, which is like fine. <laughs> I did tell you I was gross. Yeah. So, so then we, um, so that's the last skit. And then we cut to, I love, I love the good. Thank you guys for being here. Let me think. The oh the musical guest for the strokes. Miley Cyrus was the Strokes, and so she was saying her goodbyes, and she goes, "I want to thank the Strokes. Well, they're making me." I was like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> but I think she was joking. Yeah, probably. But I I was watching it, and then I could hear her say something else after I want to thank the Strokes, and so I rewound it with the subtitles, and she said, "I want to thank the Strokes. Well, they're making me." <laughs> And then, and, but then she was saying, thank you to the cast. Thank you to the crew. Thank you guys. Have a great night. I love you all from home. And then she ended, but then she went back up and screamed, I love you, dad. Billy Ray home s- going, oh. And I want to say if I was on SNL and I was the host, I would also scream, I love you, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Billy Ray. Okay. Would you rather be an SNL cast member or an SNL host? Cast member. Casper. See, I would have to be a host. Well, you have dreams of being famous, and I do not. So uh, SNL people get famous. Uh, yeah, but not to the same, like, extent. I don't know. Like, I would just want to, that would just be fun to, like, be I feel, no, I, I know I would, I would, hey, shoot, if it was offered to me, I would take whatever's offered. But if I was going to be on SNL, I would have wanted to be on it in, like, this era or, like, 2008, 9, 10. Not mm-hmm. right now. Like, God. There's like yeah. maybe two people doing good work on SNL right now. Ouch. And it's like, it's Bowen Yang and... Kate McKinnon. 80? 80 Bryant? I'm... You I don't like 80 love, Bryant? I love Kate McKinnon, but her... Like, they have just had her doing the same exact shtick for so long. Hmm. That it's just... I'm tired of it. I do like 80. I don't like... it. I don't know. So, what was your favorite skit from this one i it's disney channel school of acting for me mm-hmm. my favorite skit is not the paris one i just want to put that out there okay it was it just made me laugh sure. all right sure i think hmm it's either gonna be i really enjoyed the disney channel acting school the miley cyrus show and the cruise ship those are my three favorites. But I will have to say, I think the most creative was the Disney Channel Acting School. Yes. That's the mo- that was the like funniest one. And I think that's the one that stands out. It does. And it's just like, it's so catered to people specifically who like that audience is for. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so, it's so accurate. And it's such a good and like fun and funny depiction of that. Yeah. And it, yeah, like you said, it's just so accurate. And it, it is just, so helps that Miley was so game to make fun of something she did for the last five years of her life. Yeah. And she, she knows like she's in on the joke, which if you're going to be on SNL, you got to be on in on the joke. And I think Miley is perfect for that. Oh my God. When Ke- when Keenan does the pause and she's standing looking at her watch, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So funny. Cause she knows I'm, I'm sure during the, cause when the host comes, the writers try to get a sense of what they like to do, what, if they have any ideas. And I'm sure she, if whoever came up with this idea, if it was a writer or Miley herself, 
they she was a consultant on because oh, yeah. I when they were going through I said oh so and so did that on Hannah Montana so and so did that on that's a raven so and so did that on Sweet Life <laughs> yes so well I guess it's time to do everyone's favorite part what's what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today. If you're going to go to a Disney Channel audition, you need to wear a bright pink hoodie with a big-ass daisy. <laughs> As Keenan Thompson says. Uh, I think my Disney, ch- I, my Disney Channel lesson would probably be if you are going on a cruise ship, make sure you're not gross. And so the cruise ship singer won't sing how gross you are. So cruise stop being gross. She... I kind of wish that they had taken that sketch in the direction of, like, maybe her being gross, too, because she, like, <laughs> was there, like, not on Broadway. But, like, if she had just been like, I'm gross, you know? like I We're gross. Would... Everyone here is gross. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> people want to see how gross you are. Where can they find... <laughs> <laughs> Where can... true! But it's true. If you really want to see how gross I am, where can they socials, find you? My socials are Heyo, it's Becca. That is H E Y O. My YouTube channel is Becca Stogner. Follow for that good, good Robin Williams content. I'm getting to Jumanji next week. <gasps> Love Jumanji. Yeah, I'm still scared. We'll see what happens. Um, me and Hunter will also be recording a review for my channel soon. That video will be out, I think, at the first week of June. Because yep. um, I yep. do the movies in chronological order. But you can also stream my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG Podcast on all of our socials. It's a podcast for anybody who has been to church, grown up in the church, survived the church. You heard me talking about purity culture earlier. If that resonated with you at all, this podcast is for you. So please check it mm-hmm. out. And if you would like to see how gross I am, <laughs> I'm so, I'm I, so, am. I am. Give me a little tease. That's your your villain origin story. Is you want to see how gross I am? You want to see how gross I am? I'll give you something to say gross about. Anyway, if you want to see how gross I am, uh, check me out on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter H Cameron Martin, and if you want to see all the things we celebrate that you saw on the Disney Channel Acting School from this podcast, we're all on, we're on every social media. If you want to follow this Instagram on, wait, if you want to follow this podcast on Instagram, it's at Time Machine Podcast. If you want to follow it on Twitter, it's at Time Machine. We also post things on TikTok. We take little things we said. We make graphics. It's pretty cool. I think you guys will like it. It's pretty cool. Also, guys, guys. It's getting close. It's getting close. Like we said, once we hit 100 followers on Instagram, Becca and I are going to do a dance that's from the Disney Channel. We're close. We are. About 15. 15 exactly. more of you. If 15 more of you Disney Channel darlings follow us, we're going to give Ooh, you a dance. <laughs> we're going to give you a dance. Yes. And I think we may actually pose the question to the listeners. Yes. If you have a suggestion, if you follow yeah. us already, or if you don't go, make sure you drop us a follow first, but yeah. please send suggestions of something you would like to see us do within reason. We are not trained dancers. Right. So we will do our also, best. Right. Also to that point, we love when we, we've been receiving some messages from you guys. That is so awesome. It's yeah. the coolest thing when you guys message us about how, um, how you found us and what you like and that it's funny because you think you're the only person that still remembers all this stuff yeah. and still comments. And when people reach out and say that this podcast, I'm obsessed or I'm going to listen. Thanks for having me listen to something to uh, make my work day go by fast. So yeah. we we love it. So if you want to drop a comment or a DM on yeah. any of our socials. Reach out if there's anything we haven't talked about yeah. that we should talk about or that you want to hear us talk about some more. We love, we love, su- we love suggestions and we just really appreciate you guys, uh, anyone who's listening. And if you're telling other people to listen and 
so yeah so always always reach out to us we love we we love the interaction we do yes we do so anything else i don't think so hmm well until next time we will see you later time travelers all right always buckle your seatbelts. belts